Welcome to Hands at the Table. I'm your co-host, Jeff Bramhall. Alongside fellow massage therapist, Bori Saranyi, this podcast shows massage therapists how powerful our profession can be. We believe that as a craft and as a profession, massage therapy is only limited by a therapist's imagination and willingness to put in the work. By sharing what we're learning, what we're working on, and what's captured our interest, we hope to broaden your perspective, inspire you to set your standard high, and invest in your craft. Thank you for joining us. And welcome back to Hands at the Table with Bori and Jeff. Today, we're going to talk about the two-way street or maybe one-way street, but really the two-way street between uh, between our posture and our personality and the the other P that lives in there, the patterns that the patterns that link the two. So uh, this is a this is one that I think both of us both of us are really interested in. It builds and if you didn't check out last uh, last week's episode about um, that where we went through a, a quick uh, a quick somatic um, a quick somatic check in, I think I would encourage you to go back to that and then come back over here. But uh, yeah, uh, this is an exciting one. And Boreo, why don't you uh, why don't you kick it off? Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun one, and I, I I can see a lot of rabbit holes in this, so I think it's going to be, it can go many, many ways, and uh, this is why it's fun when we just like, okay, well, we're going to see where it goes. So basically, what I wanted to start with is uh, there are basic stuff that we know. So for example, coming from the posture side, so what is a posture? It's basically habitual movement or habitual holding of your body that you learn throughout the years. And going even further back, like how do you learn it? You learn it through conditioning or learn it you know, through what works for you. Um, learn it by learning your body, like your body type is different than mine. Like we are gonna move differently. But we also have these like ingrained patterns, right? Like so walking, for example, everybody's going to learn how to walk but you know how like when you see your friends from the distance and you can pick out who is who by their walk like they is the same pattern but we also add our personal overlay and what it goes back even further back if we really go then all of these patterns all of these or like the basic movement patterns are residing in our brainstem and spinal cord. So they go back to the reflex level, right? So we go back at that point, we're going back to simple like reflex arcs. We're going back to brainstem, like balancing uh, patterns and balancing programs and walking and sitting and swallowing and chewing and all of those that are inherited or very early on learned movement patterns. Um, and then if you break it down more, you can go back to the muscle spindles and like the Golgi tendon organs, like how you actually learn it. Because like when you're a baby, you learn these patterns by your muscle sensations as you meet the environment. Um, but it also matters like how you meet the environment. So that's where like that kind of the personality and the that environment overlay comes in because we will all walk but our walk's going to be different and I think same thing with your friends like if you really think about your friends like you have a sense of their mood or 
just even their personality by how they, you know, move. I have a friend, um, he's from India and he has like the, he has a walk that you would think that he's going to fall apart. Like he's just so chill. Like he's just so cool. So chill. It's like, I'm like, oh my God, it's like all fluid. And he's just like falling apart with every step. And that's how he is also. And then you have somebody who is a little bit more uptight and they're like, they're, their walk is just so proper, right? It's just so like straight line and everything moves how it's supposed to move and there's no extra movements in it. It's just a very minimal and they're just so proper. Like it's like the textbook walking and you know, like you, they have this personality of like, I don't go outside of the rules. I follow the rules. This is how things should be done. Hence, this is how I will do them. And I think like definitely you can play with this and like if an airport or in a mall or something and you look around and you watch people how they move you definitely have a sense of like is this a person that I'm willing to approach is this a person that I think I will click with or is this a person that doesn't feel really good to me so have you ever had that experience or do if you think about your friends <laughs> oh yeah all the time it's a, this is a it's such a fun one because you can see it and you're like you know it's one of the things that that i'll see you'll we'll see it all the time right like you can tell like when someone's having a good day or you can tell when mm -hmm. someone's having a bad day right like you can see the confidence or the the confidence you can see their level of confidence in their walk and, and uh, it's, it's honestly, it's one of the, it's one of the things I, I really enjoy is just like watching people move because it's like, mm -hmm. because when you, it, you know, how people move is a reflection of, it's a reflection that it's an external reflection of what's happening inside. And, mm -hmm. and, and it's, it's really fun to like experiment around with that too. Like, you know, kind of the, the whole idea of acting as if you, you know, if you're somebody who tends to be very, very closed, very forward, and like also potentially very meek or very defensive, like seeing what happens when you put yourself in, when you, when you, you know, play the role of somebody who is open and wide and, and moves, moves confidently through a space just to see what that difference is. And, and like being able to play with that a little bit is also, is also really interesting how the, you know, a conscious change in the, the conscious change in your posture can, how that reflects back immediately reflects back into your, into how you feel, how you feel and mm -hmm. like how you feel. And, and also, you know, in a positive way or in a negative way, but it's, it's, it's really fun to see that. But yeah, like watching other people do it is also like watching other people is super fun to do. <laughs> yes. So one of my favorite hobbies, like people watching, I'm like, no, I'm just sitting here. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just looking. It's fine. It's, it's research. Um, it's just research. It's research. Exactly. I want, I literally exactly. go out and watch like I, the, where we moved to recently. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of runners that come near us and like, mm, I will go for fabulous. a walk. I will go for a walk specifically to watch people run and be like, I bet this is going on and this is going on and this is going mm -hmm. on. Right, right, right. Eventually I will, eventually I'll sit there with us. I'll, I'll go out to the street corner and just put a sign up and be like, I know something's wrong and I can help. Uh, yeah. <laughs> ask me anything. Like, yeah. Show me, show me a run and ask me anything. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. And like, <laughs> yeah. And, and I Excellent. like, even, you know, what's really fun is like even further to that, um, finding the sports that people choose, 
like mm. like the the sport that someone chooses to go into like if you see somebody that's walking you know somebody that's always been like a boxy walker they'll they'll probably they'll probably skew towards uh a slower sport like if they're box if, if they're a box if they right. walk boxy and kind of rigid they're not going to be they're not going to be fat they're not going to be a quick athlete anyway yeah but like yeah. You, those are the folks that you see that end up like you see those folks end up in powerlifting you see those people yeah. everywhere in a powerlifting meet uh but those like you know your indian friend who's like very loose like you're you're like oh okay like you're so Lucy you're Lucy, so yeah. you're so fluid like <laughs> like i wouldn't be surprised if that dude's if that dude does some sort of like there's like a swimmer or like yeah. you know yeah. or like you know it's like this like what sport you know what sport then like you know if if I'm if I have Olympics a tendency hope. towards these movements yeah. and to this like to this organization, what sport is gonna what sport am I gonna find myself in that like complements yeah. that? Yeah. I think it's and it is a thing like who picks who? Like do you yeah. pick the sport or yeah. the sport picks you? Like yeah. what's going on? I really what, what, like what you said there, like with the organization, because like I think that's that's what like the the overlaying principle, right? Like so we always we always have these like programs that are running and then we're learning and all that stuff and how we actually make it ours and then make it a pattern of movement that's going to be dictated by how we organize ourselves internally and externally in the environment. So I think like that's where like the personality also comes in is like we know about those studies there was like a ted talk about this the interview posture right like when she said it's like okay yeah like go in an interview before you go in you're gonna like reach up with your arms and yeah, like really like the superman pose and, like and the superman pose and like we know it's working but we also have to know that it works like it works both ways right mm -hmm. and i think like if you have like for example like when i worked with a chiropractic office where i saw like a lot of more like elderly people you see those patterns like ingrained and just like hammered into their fascia their bones at that mm. point you know like that personality who was a rigid personality throughout their whole life they're not going to be a supple body when they're 80 yeah. they're going to be very rigid and then everything's just going to be ingrained and like the bones become solidified together there's not a lot of movement there's not a lot of pliability like it's just we are like we are who how we move and I think like that's really like fun to like play around with like I'm one of those people that like even if I watch a show like I've been watching like Shit's Creek lately I pick up their like facial expressions I pick up their gestures and it it happens like involuntarily it's just like it just happens and like the more I see it the more I pick it up and my husband is having a very very funny time with me to like changing shape like every with every show but um it's just we learn like this and I think it's really like fun to like play around it's like who are you today like why who I want to be today like I want to be like a supple like free moving hippie or do I want to be like the businesswoman or do I want to be this like boss person like do I want to be the fluid massage therapy you know soft person like who I want to be and like your body just also changes with it because the whole organization changes the whole organism changes so I yeah. think it's really fun yeah and and what I think is really fun and like actually like 
builds on that is that the um so the 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 study about the superman pose like before a job interview mm. they tried to replicate that study and they found that and it wasn't replicable like they they found that the study mm. like w with other groups the study didn't the study didn't produce the same results and what i think is really interesting is like well okay so then what's the power of belief right like Maybe like, was it with that in that first group? Did they believe, like, did they do a better job of believing in the, like, what was the script that they followed? Were they, did right. they was there a change in their belief or were they just standing, like standing big and powerful yeah. without, while saying, well, without changing the story that was happening in their mind or were they, or, or, or did that, did the original group not only have the physical pose, but also like, but also have a also have like a mental script, a mental mm -hmm. script that changed or because it was, you know, there was a study at Harvard. So it was a bunch of like, it was a bunch of people in the Boston area, probably pretty well educated. Were they all like people who were generally confident and then they just made a slight change to their physical, to their physical being mm. that like had better outcomes of better interview outcomes versus the, uh, versus another group that may have been in a different area, maybe a different education level, maybe a different, like, maybe like oh, like you know what other so what like what other social differences were there but I, I think it's i think it's so much about the like you know you have the posture and then do you believe the like you put yourself in a posture and then do you believe what that posture is telling you and like what the power of that belief is um yeah. like how willing are you to cast yourself into that new position and i wonder how much that i wonder how much that factors into it because i actually did a um, I was at a, uh, uh, I was at a workshop a, f a few years ago where we did that, where, you know, half the mm -hmm. group, like the group got divided in half, half of us like kind of slumped down and in, into that kind of meek posture, like a very, like, like arm jaw, like arms and jaws, mm -hmm. uh, arm, jaw, shoulder forward kind of posture versus like, and then the other half were like shoulders back, very like aggressive posture. And like, it was, it was not fun uh like being like kind of like engaging with it fully i yeah. was just like oh this is this is this is bull i don't like this yeah because i was in yeah. that like meat group and i couldn't hang i couldn't handle it um yeah. but like it's like how so how much do you believe that how much do you then like how much does your belief in that posture change how that po the power that that posture has yeah and i think like and that's exactly where the personality comes in right like so when, for example, in um, somatic experiencing, when we work with somebody, I'm not necessarily looking for a certain posture or a certain like thought or belief or like what they say. I'm looking for incongruencies between the two. Mm. If somebody's like showing me that they're like this big, you know, confident dude or whatever, but I can sense that they're like the story that they're telling is different mm -hmm. or vice versa. They're selling me that, you know, like there's just like incongruency between the body story and the story that they're telling me. That's when I'm like, get curious about it. It's like, okay, so why is that happening? Because one of those is a learned response. Like one of those you think it's a good idea to make or do or say, but the other one should be the one that's true to you mm. so and then generally i think like i you know like and that's just just how our brain works like you can't lie at the brainstem level you can't lie with your body 
you can lie with your thoughts because that's like a, you know, that's a cortex thing. Like that should be thought through. Like, what am I supposed to say now? Yeah. That's a prefrontal cortex response. Whereas like, I can't tell my body that you should feel safe and confident and healthy right now if that's not the case. Mm. So I think it's like really interesting to watch those. Because, and that's where like the personality and the beliefs like totally come in. Like you have to inhabit and you have to like ingrain that pattern. I don't think it's just like, you know, one and done. It's kind of like you also have to like internally work it and believe it. Right. It's the, it's the loop that it's the, the feedback loop. It's the positive feedback loop of like, you've done that you, you did, you, you did something that you didn't believe that you didn't believe in, but you did it. You received it. it you had an outcome, that outcome then, and, and then that outcome gave you, you know, either reinforced it in a positive sense or reinforced it in a negative sense. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you get, you go into a Superman position, you do super, you do a Superman, then you go into the job interview, you nail a job interview, then like all of a sudden that Superman becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy for you. And yeah. like, yeah. and, and that's where the, you know, the conditioning, right? Like it's all, it's conditioning mm -hmm. is, you know, care is, is rewards based or evasion of, or, or mm -hmm. evasion of sticks oh, yeah. based. So like we yeah. find those, like, you know, yeah. you get those, like, get those good, positive, uh, positive outcomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it goes both ways too. So it's a like, you know, for me to, for example, like um, same conditioning goes body wise. And I think like Ida Rolf uh, talks about this in her book. And then she realized that there is, you know, postural changes and even like facial changes in people when they start opening up their um, psyche and all that stuff. So there are changes that happen because it's the same thing. Like if you condition a child to like, okay, you cannot be expressive. You, you know, you have to be silent. You have to be like, you know, defensive and small. And you, I don't even want to see you. Like, it's just like, just be, stay small and stay small. That posture will become like who this person is and yeah. vice versa. So yeah. I think it's like, it's, there's a thing. It's a, it's a two way street either or a circle. Like maybe it's a circle. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cause it's a, cause the posture, the, 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 po the a posture will drive a pattern and that will be part of your person. And that can be part of your personality and your personality mm -hmm. can drive a pattern. Your personality is how you, you know, is, is the pattern of interaction with yourself in the world. And that's going to then and that's going to be reflected in your posture. So it's like, it is a, it is a, it's a two, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's like a, it's like an infinity symbol, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it just, it's it, the, it, both ways, like both ways influence both ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think like, that's where like, it's cool that we can jump in many, many points, right? So yeah. If as body workers, we can work with the body and then give somebody a different, bodily sensation and a body um based like freedom or some kind of fluidity yep. it might reflect in their mind also and that's why i kind of like that's what i always says like well i kind of want people to leave my office at least like one person better because i feel like that if people are one person better they're gonna act and behave one person better like the everybody is just gonna ripple out and like the kindness and like the whole world is gonna be saved by a massage therapist but um, on a more serious note is like, if I can give somebody a freedom 
body wise and show them what what other things might feel like yeah then they might have like a certain like a slight openness to those other things and might have like you know an experience that positively reinforces that so right that's i think like what we're really doing yeah because if we are if if our if if we are the sum of the patterns then like a pattern is something that we do unconsciously and where we have an opportunity as body workers is to introduce introduce a new idea into a subconscious pattern right to like we we make mm-hmm. the subconscious conscious and from a physical perspective like whereas like you know there's psychology there's schools of psychology mm-hmm. they make the subconscious conscious from a psychological perspective but we make the physical right. the physical conscious uh, the physical unconscious conscious and then we see and then we give we give our clients the opportunity to do something different when they know more right like right, right look right. you didn't know this was happening now that you know mm-hmm. it was happening you can make a decision mm-hmm. yeah exactly yeah yeah definitely so yeah i think like that's like a beautiful process like yeah if you know if you know more like you can make a decision exactly and then then again that's just like based on you know what they want to decide but yeah it's yeah. up to them <laughs> it's up to them but at least the, the awareness is there and same thing with the personalities like um i just read about this book uh personality isn't permanent so that's a good thing too because that also mentions this is like if you really break down personality what what is personality like mm-hmm. are you positive because is that your personality or did you learn to be positive did you did you learn to be optimistic was that a thing that you picked up from your parents from your environment mm-hmm. or is there such a thing as like innate personality like what is like how deep that what is your innate personality how what what part of it is learned <laughs> go back to our episode on about behave for this one because yes, uh, exactly. because some of it because i mean that's the great that's the amazing thing about the emerging field of epigenetics is like what we you know what doesn't live in our dna but lives in our bodies and like what lives in our minds, but what lives in our minds that what lives in our minds that isn't based on our lived experience, but is in fact, but actually is based on the lived experience of somebody before us in our, in our, a generation before us or multiple generations right. before us. Right. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you see, rabbit hole told you. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. But the good thing is that we already recorded an episode about that rabbit hole, and we we should encourage people to go back, yeah. uh, go back, to uh, go, go back. back a few months, uh, go back a few months, and find the episode about uh, Robert Sapolsky's behave, or just go read that book if you are interested in how yeah. <laughs> how our ancestry influences our our how our ancestry can influence play an influence here. Yeah, and it's the same from the body perspective. I do believe that because, like you know, seeing your parents move it's like the same as seeing them behave right so if my parent like have like a certain you know how you like have those habits or patterns of movement that you don't know where it's coming from like for me I have one with like washing dishes like I have a certain order of like how I do the dishes and how I turn face down or upside the utensils and it's not I never asked my mom I just learned that that's how she did it so I just keep that's how it's done and you know when it's wrong and somebody does it wrong and you're like whoa what what wow savage i've reloaded a dishwasher before in my life it's it's happened (laughs) 
no judgment I know <laughs> exactly yeah so it's it's the same I think like you know it goes back it's so complicated so complex um I like the difference between complex and complicated too because it is a complex system but it's like simple in a way it's just like yeah you have to take everything into account it's very simple you just think about everything <laughs> yeah no it's, big deal. it's it's very simple we just can't over it but you just but we oversimplify it and yeah. and yeah. like when we make it like by making it complicated we oversimplify it because yeah. we're trying to look yeah. at just one thing but inside we mm -hmm. actually should be looking at a little bit of all of the things yeah exactly yeah yeah I really like that. And I really like same thing what we talked about the walks and everything. I like to like guess other people's personality about their like just body posture, facial expressions for sure. And um, that is interesting too, because like that is also like an evolutionary thing to like think about, you know, like that's the first thing that you see in somebody's face. You will decide in a split second if that person is safe for you or not. And I think like that goes back to the behave stuff too. It's like yep. evolutionarily, that was a very important thing to do. Yeah. And if you can't do it, you probably did not live long. Um, and then you do this every single day today too. Like when you walk into a store, like there's a reason why you ask that store clerk for the help and not the other one, because that person for you feels safer or, you know, you feel like you have a better chance of having a positive communication channel with that person. But I think it's just really interesting. It's like you can see people's like personality or um, mood, just like you would pick up mood. It's like personality. I would think it's just like a long-term mood thing, right? Like, hmm. If you're happy all the time, it's just a longer term mood. <laughs> like you become optimistic. Just stretch it out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you act act that way once and just keep acting that way. And then it becomes mm -hmm. who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's so. an Aristotle quote, right? We are who we are. We, we are, we are, what we repeatedly do. Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. So same thing, same thing with the body, same thing with the mind, I guess. Still. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Awesome. So I think like that's all I wanted to like add to this. So do you have anything else like any other rabbit holes? No, I think I think we've um, I think we've no. yeah we've we've um, we've done what we needed to we've we've gone where we needed to go with this one. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For sure. So yeah. So I think it's just an interesting question, and it's just interesting to watch people in general. Anyway, so um, just good to think about those things. Like those people look and act and behave and live the way they do for a reason yeah actually there is one thing that i want to bring up i want to mm. want to kind of bring up at the end here is um one of the things that i one of the things that i really enjoy doing because i'm a kinesthetic learner is when one of my clients th this is something I, I do regularly once i get an intake form back when my clients tell me what's going on i put myself into the position of all of their complaints so if they're like, oh, I have like knee pain, I have knee pain on my left side, my my right glutes uh, on my left side, my left glutes really tight, my um, my low back, uh, my low back on this side is is tight, my neck is tight, and I just kind of like put myself in mm. all of those spots just to be like, okay, where do I feel this? 
and oh, like wow. as they come into the as they come into the as they're in the office you know i'll ask them to describe like oh so when you're in your with your back where is where do you feel it and then they say where they feel it and like we you know i'll put my hands on and be like okay so you're about there and then i'll hike my hip up or drop my shoulder down mm. and start to feel like where do i feel the tension like because you know for the most part we're built the same so like yeah so if, if i can find out where if i can like through watching them move in like watching them come in come from their car into the door watch them like watch them walk through the walk through the space um hear what they're like watch them sit down watch them stand up like do like you know i I make people do inconvenience. I make them take their shoes off outside the door. I try to nice. watch them. I watch yeah. them take their shoes off and bend over and stuff like that. Uh, always doing those like those little Good things. One. And like I'll meet them outside. So I see them get out of their I see them get out of their car and I wa I watch them walk to walk in. Like I watch them get out of the car and walk over. But then once we're actually in session, they I have this essentially I have this like inventory of things that they feel. And then I can mm -hmm. put my body into a position that exaggerates all those things that they're feeling. Mm -hmm. So if they're saying, yeah, I get a little bit of stuff and something in my hip, a little bit of something in my knee, a little something in my back, a little something in my neck, I'll just kind of like, I'll just contort myself into what, like into like the exaggerated version of all of those positions. Is It's something that like we talk, I think we've talked about before, like using the extremes to extrapolate to the middle, like. If I put myself into yeah. a really uncomfortable version of their of what they live in, or like a, a really exaggerated version of like, you know, how they show up, I can start to feel like, what do I feel like in this position? Where do I yeah. feel tension? But like, also like, what do I? How do I feel looking around? Like, what is mm. it? Like, what do I feel like in the world when I'm standing mm -hmm. here like this? And wow. I find that to be really, 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 really helpful. Um, for like for in my approach because that that then says like okay cool if this is like how they feel this is where i start because like i can you know i can start i can find a good starting point based on that but also like mm -hmm. can ask a lot better you can kind of like kind of guide the conversation a little bit differently when you start to feel that and, it, and it's it's a great i did this all the time when i was in school actually like that was where i that was where i picked this up because i'm like because you know, if someone's telling, like, if I don't know what someone needs, if I don't know where someone's feeling it, like, I want to know kind of where I want to have an idea. And then I want to look at their, like, use their body as a map to, like, see if it lines up. And if it doesn't line up, then, like, goes back to the thing you were talking about earlier about, like, the somatic, the somatic stuff of, like, oh, where is this story? Where does the story, where do these stories, like, diverge? Like, yeah, mm -hmm. that, that's a... But yeah, this is a this is a thing that I have found really helpful, and something that I've um, I've done this more with trainers, especially young trainers, like uh, young personal trainers, because they'll be like, you know, so I'm working with like a 50 year old person, and like, and you know, they're 22, 23, like bright eyed, bushy tailed, like just out of college, and they're like <laughs> working with like a 50 year old who hasn't moved in 25 years, and like trying to treat yeah. that, and like they don't know what that 50 year old's living through, so it's like, all right. Think what like you've done it you've done a you did an fms with them right like you know what their body looks like now you put yourself in that body where does it oh, feel what yeah. does a squat feel like in that body like wow and it's like wow all right now you now at the very least like you got like you've got the empathy knob turned on mm -hmm. yeah 
and you also might like feel some other stuff too right like you put your body and it's like huh wait a minute that's like really tweaking my shoulder how's your shoulder maybe there's something there some that's really really nice i really like that yeah and it's quick you don't have to you don't even have mm-hmm. to show it. you can kind of like be standing there you can like be look like look like you're mm-hmm. just like thinking like oh let me think about this and then like put yourself into the position like oh okay what about this mm-hmm. you're thinking with your body perfect yeah, yeah exactly yeah. And then you're relating yeah. and that then, you know, yeah. people, people want to be related to. So. Yeah. 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 Most importantly. So yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I really like that. I am, I am going to borrow that technique for sure. Yeah. yeah give it a try. I'm awesome. interested how, how it yeah. lands. Like I, 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 yeah. I did it out of necessity. Like I just couldn't wrap my mind around, like I couldn't wrap right. my mind around like lefts and rights, honestly. And so mm. I just started doing, and so, and so when it's like, oh, well, I feel this in my left glute. And I'll be like, okay, left glute go like this. Um, yeah. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat. Really. Hey, if it, it's, like, it, it's perfect. Yeah. It works. Works for me. I'd love yeah. to hear, how, hear, awesome. if, hear if and how it works for you. I report back. That sounds good. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Thank you for the practical um, information. That's a good snippet of like what people can actually use. So that's, that's really good. So awesome. Anything else we want to add to this or we're good? I think we call it there. Good. Awesome. So yeah, thank you so so much for, you know, listening everybody. And thank you, Jeff, for asking the questions. And I think this was a good one with all the rabbit holes and practical info in it too. So um, see you guys next week, I guess. Awesome. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode of Hands at the Table. If you got something out of this episode, have comments or topics you'd like us to cover, please let us know by tagging us on Instagram. Bori is at restore underscore revive underscore therapy, and Jeff is at just breathe manual therapy. We'd also appreciate if you can take a minute to leave us a rating, like, or review wherever you listen. It'll help other people find us. We'll see you next week.